I like our new shirt. I do. Cool. We look like twins. We're twinning. How amazing. Twinning. See, I was wearing this top that first, and then like you twins. put yours on. The truth is, I actually got dressed first, and then she copied me. That's okay. what really happened. So, anyway, welcome to a another episode of Creative Talk. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. We were hoping to do like a weekly episode thing of something every week, but unfortunately, we just haven't. <laughs> it got busy. It got freaking busy. Like so busy. We are, um, and busy is good actually, especially in this climate. We're we're very grateful and very lucky and very uh, humbled that we still get to do what we do every single day, and it has been craziness. Uh, video shoots, new people starting, new office, new space new place uh but still the same old us unfortunately new, new. we haven't become new yet. why are you hogging the mic today Graska? maybe it's closer to me doesn't mean you can move closer oh. to me i'm just like anyway welcome to creative talk i am Graska king managing director of king creative media nice to meet you <laughs> Introduce yourself. And I am Amber King, the real boss of King Creative Media. Ah, the lady who just never leaves. And you're uh, tuning into the Creative Talk podcast, where we talk about mind, body, soul, business, couples in business, twinning, wearing the same stuff. You know, that's just how we roll, really. It's been a long journey to get here, but we are... Here. Enjoying it. <laughs> you really look like you're enjoying it. Enjoying it. No, it's been good. It's been really good. How have you been? What's um, been going on? A lot. Been a little bit stressed lately. Mm. Been very busy. Need a break. Yeah, I think you need uh, a holiday. I need a holiday. I want to go to the hot pools. But mm, we need a cat sitter. If there's anyone that's listening that lives in Melbourne that wants to catch it our uh, fur baby, by all means, send us a message and you will be able to do that but for free. You need to pass the test. <laughs> she's bitey, she's twitchy, she's scaredy, she won't let you pick her up, she won't yeah. sit on your lap. She's very, very She's different. particular. Anyway, let's get into like what we're actually going to talk about for this session of Creative Talk. There's been a lot of discussion, actually. I shared a post on my page uh, a little while ago, actually, yesterday, um, from one of the world's newest and youngest billionaires that's out there at the moment. And he's talking about this topic on whether education is still important regardless of the business or regardless of the thing you do. So specifically around whether degrees matter, whether going to university matters, whether you still need it in order to start a thriving business and create and go and do the things that you need to do, make money, etc. Uh, so our topic for today is going to be talking about whether degrees matter and our insight on being business owners and hiring people and working with people who do have degrees and also sharing our insights on how that kind of went and also the good, the bad, the ugly of that. Um, and whether we kind of think it's still kind of valid. I mean, uh, let's start with like what it used to be like with like education. When I was growing up, which was a long, long time ago, education was like the pinnacle thing that you needed to achieve in order to get any job. Now, this is pre-internet. This is pre-social media, pre-influencers, pre-online e-shopping, 
mobile shopping, like mobiles were crap back then. You couldn't even buy any. You couldn't even go on the internet. It wasn't a mobile. You would have a phone, a car phone, where it was like, just like this big. A big thing, and then you carried it on your shoulder. Yeah, it was terrible. It was yeah. absolutely terrible. And you know, there was this time back then where education was the pinnacle. And back then, it, it, for me, it definitely made sense in order for you to strive, work hard, mm. learn, study. You know go and find a topic that you're interested in and okay. and get that qualification mm -hmm. and there weren't as many jobs back then as there are now i think like there weren't as many things to do right jobs or there industries industries you... i think because mm -hmm. there was like you know you would traditionally you'd be like a doctor a lawyer a teacher a nurse uh an engineer and then or that kind of thing in you my know, case, like in our parents in our parents time, in, that in my case my family are military so like it was go in the army <laughs> like there was there was nothing you could do apart from going in the army and that was never an option for me but i i also absolutely sucked at school i was not good at education i was terrible at it i hated it i hated teachers i hated going to school every day you that's know because that's because you don't like that's because you don't like people telling you what to do and that's why the army is not for you. This could be true. And that is why school was not for you. This could be true as well. But no, look, it's not It's not for everybody. I think there's a lot of kids that struggle in that environment. And for me, I was one of them, especially back in my day. I, I like, I used to wag. I used to like not show up. I used to just actually go for lunch and You're girls. a naughty, you're a naughty student. Mainly girls, but then also lunch, depending on, you know, what day it was. Yeah. So you were the naughty one of the <laughs> ones. I but, stayed away from people like But it that. was important. Like, I knew that if I didn't go to school and didn't get a qualification, I knew I was pretty much gearing myself up to be in a shit job. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, you and knew that. That's what it used to be like. Yeah. like. You would be in the shittest jobs, like be in the warehouse, stacking boxes or... Um, freezing works. In the freezing works, yeah. Like, which is... You know, some of my other family have worked within there or on the orchards or doing laboring jobs doing furniture like moving furniture you would be in like some really crappy crappy kind of environments right and that's what it used to be like yeah not putting anyone down who's in those jobs no because i've actually worked in all yeah. of those jobs so we I'm need not. people in those jobs it's it's you know if people need to be in all sorts of jobs but if you want to strive for something different and better yes you had to get an uh education yeah had to. And you, you got educated, right? You liked school. You were good at school. You, your parents were teachers. Well, my parents were teachers. My mum still is a teacher. She is. She's so I was, and it was instilled in me to do well at school. I got a degree, um, and I really enjoyed it. But I took the time to find out. Like I went and did my OE first, and then I took the time to find out what it was that I really wanted to do mm. instead of going straight from school into something my parents wanted. So they didn't push me into doing something they wanted me to do. I just I decided for myself after doing traveling and stuff like that. So I think that's a good idea. You've got to find yourself a bit first. Mm. But my my, um, my family were very strict. It was either you get educated or you go in the army. That was it. That was my two options that I had. And I didn't like either. <laughs> so I didn't want to go in the army and I didn't. My two older brothers did uh, and they were in there for a very long time. It was eight to ten years for both of them. My dad was in the army for a very long time, over 20 plus, 25 years serving. And, uh, you know, he had a great career within that space and went on to do politics after that and a whole bunch of other stuff. So for me, though, I 
didn't really want someone to tell me when I could go to the bathroom. I didn't want to run 20 kilometers a day at six o'clock in the morning. And I didn't want this bugle. There is a bugle that goes off. How does it go? Every... Anyway, I'll put the, the sound of the thing in. It's, it's a, it's a thing that wakes you up at like six o'clock. It's terrible. But I didn't want to do that. Like, I didn't want to be controlled in that way. And I remember having a conversation with my dad going, I don't want to go in the army. And he was like, well, if you're not going in the army, you need to get a job. And I was like 15, 16 years old. Because I left school at 16. That's how much I hated school. I left. Mm -hmm. I, I hated it. Uh, regretted that decision, actually, that decision to actually leave that better. But at, at that age, I you know, thought I knew better. Thought I knew what was going on. And then my first job was like a hamburger joint in Waiuru, which is like in the middle of nowhere in North Island, New Zealand. And was working there for like $8.50 an hour. That was big money back then. It was massive money. 50 years ago. Yeah. But then I still had to pay board because my dad would not live, let me live there for free. No, exactly. And that's why parents wanted us to get an education so we could learn how to pay our bills, pay for ourselves yeah. and make a life. And I worked in terrible jobs. Like I've worked as a warehouse person. I've worked as... Um, a door-to-door -door salesperson, which is probably the shittiest job I've ever done in my life. If you're doing what that, did you get sell? out. Oh, vacuum uh, cleaners. No, no, it was it was a product. Well, one of them was really good. It was an um, electricity product that you could go and you go knock on people's doors. You look at their power bill and you can literally save them between 150 to 100. See, that's not too so that bad. was good, right? That lasted for a little bit, but then it was like Amnesty International. Or like oh, yeah, people don't want to give and to charities. Nobody wants to give to charity, especially no. when you knock on their door. You know, it's a bit. Yeah. It was very tough. So that was the worst. Uh, I've also worked as like a stacker, a four-course driver, stacking chicken pellets at Teagle. Look, we've all done shitty and jobs. Some shit jobs. We've all done shitty jobs. Shit jobs. Yeah. But that was because I didn't follow the way you're supposed to. I didn't follow education. It wasn't something that I thought I would do and I actually regretted it because I had to go back when I was about 19 years old as an adult student back to school to get the qualifications to allow me to go to university mm. and so you did it the hard it. way you kind I of went, you backtracked <laughs> and then went forward again yeah 100 yeah. percent but you learned some lessons right oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I learned lessons all right yeah it's either you learn or you fail well you don't fail you just learn you, just learn. you learn yeah yeah. So that's where, you know, and back then, that's what it used to be like. You had to take this path of either education or not. And if you didn't, you're setting yourself up to fail. And if you did, you're setting yourself up for success, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And people got great jobs. Did yeah. you get great jobs after your degree? I did. I got did my you? dream job. Straight after I graduated from um, university, I got my job at MyFM, which is a, one of the most popular radio stations in New Zealand. Still is. Yeah. yeah. So it's where we met, actually. Yes. So then, what do you think has actually changed since then into like now? What what's been the big shift as far as I think with now there's is? way more options and way more like people can be influencers now. Back in our day, they, that as you said earlier, that didn't exist. Mm. So people can make money taking photos of their duck lips. That's on it. Instagram, you know that's yeah. what's changed. Yes, you have you have millions of ways to make money. Yeah.
back in back when we were at school, it was like you either get educated and get a good job, and then that's how you make good money, or you make shit money, yeah. and you work in real hard jobs, and you don't enjoy the work that you end up doing. So there's now so many ways to make money with the rise of internet. You can literally do and run your own business from home.、Uh, you know, our business operates hugely on the internet. And we're a global business working with global brands and do a whole bunch of stuff every single day. So, you know, we've seen the benefits of being able to make it on there. And there's a whole bunch of things from being an influencer to doing webinar sessions to selling your products globally, whatever product that is, on like Amazon and doing drop shipping to like creating mobile apps to creating games. You could be a gamer. There is just like so many things. So many things,、yeah. and with every.、Um, New platform that goes massive, like Facebook, for example, or TikTok, or TikTok now, or Instagram. Every time they become massive in that space, they actually open up brand new industries that people that are young can get on board and make heaps and heaps of money. Yeah, heaps of money. Like I saw this girl who's on OnlyFans, which is like this porno site. It's not a porno site. It is. <laughs> it is supposed to be. Supposed to be. It was supposed to be a subscription site that allows people to sell things, but unfortunately, it's now a porn site. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's mainly yeah, full of people that are half naked and doing lots of things for money. Anyway,、yeah. but that she made like 1.8 million in six months. Doing. That's not important, but she made 1.8 million dollars. Taking off her clothes. No, she actually didn't. What did she do? She's probably one of the. Well, she was a big streamer. And a podcaster、mm-hmm. before she went on OnlyFans because she had no subscription service really that she liked. And she went on there and then started having exclusive content, but it wasn't naked. She didn't do any nudes, no yeah, naked, no nothing.、Yeah. And she went, went, went anyway. The discussion is there are multiple ways to make money. To make money, you no longer need. Well, you know, to be an influencer, you don't go to university. And influencers are making. Three hundred billion dollars a year is an industry. Like that's a huge, huge business. It's massive money,、mm. and these kids are creating channels and content. And some of them starting as young as five years old, you know, with their parents creating channels. And then, you know, there's a, a young YouTuber、uh, who creates toy reviews. Yeah, and he has forty nine million views on his channel on one episode in like twenty four hours. He's huge.、Yeah. It makes a、he、ton makes of money. He makes his parents rich, and his parents are rich. But he's also going to obviously pay for whatever he's going to look after for the rest of his life. And there's so many influencers that have come, and none of them have gone to an influencer university. To no, learn this stuff. some of them may have gone to uni to learn. I don't know whatever they studied business, or I don't know some kind of getting some kind of degree. But the vast majority would not have gone to uni. And then there's people like Mel Perkins, who's like you know、mm-hmm. very very young,、uh, fantastic female entrepreneur who's actually built and created Canva, which has now become this massive global empire. I think she's the richest Australian woman now. She beats Gina. I think she beats what's, her. What's her name? Well,、Gina? she's up there. I know yeah, she's up、well. there, like as one of the biggest. Yeah.、Uh, because of her acquisition of the company by another. Like, anyway,、yeah. it's it's huge. So.、Yeah. You know, platforms, apps, internet, so many opportunities now, and because of those ways of making money, you don't really need to go the old route of like going into a job where you needed a qualification in order to prove yourself in order to make money.、Mm-hmm. That's a big change. 
it's a big change because uh, it actually means that there's going to be in the future some big differences that's going to come through. I think skilled, uh, qualified people mm-hmm. that are educated is going to become less, smaller. I think the pool is going to shrink. But see, what we have noticed though is that even a level of education is important in some aspect doesn't mean the education is good but you do doctors do need to go to med school and engineers uh, do need to train to be engineers and get a degree in engineering because otherwise how are they going to know how to build bridges and marketers too they still need to have some qualification in order to do the things that we do because yeah. you can't just jump into the stuff you really need to understand a whole bunch of stuff in order to get into it yeah so it's a bit of a yes you can make lots of money not going to uni but there still needs to be some level of education because kids are growing up a bit dumber these days. <laughs> they know how to do some dances on TikTok, but they're a bit dumber. Do you want to elaborate on this a bit dumber um, insight? That well, you, uh... some of them <laughs> cannot write properly. Some of them many, cannot many names. use grammar. You know, there's so many tools. Some of them don't even know how to research properly. Like, I think that's what a lot of people are missing. I don't know even what they're teaching them at uni. Uh, even kids that haven't gone, like, have gone to uni or haven't gone to uni, uh, have lost the ability to find out information for themselves. Mm. Does that make sense? It's like it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. There, there is this this shift that we are noticing as business owners when we hire staff and when we hire people and we put them through into our company and we support them. There is this growing trend of people who are qualified by getting a university education, but at the same time, they're not qualified. In terms of the actual work skill on level. the job. Yeah. In terms of the actual skill on the job level. They're, they're, they either struggle or they find it very difficult or the tasks are way too beyond mm-hmm. what they thought. Um, it's a really interesting kind of wave of up and coming people that are coming through. Mm. It's really interesting to see it. And it never used to be that way. There used to be a high, high, high rate of talent. And we used to struggle to like choose between who was like amazing and who was not. Yeah, not so much anymore. Yeah, it's I like, think people have lost The them. people who are great stand out like, yeah. like so massively um, compared to the people who we know that struggle at certain things. And they both have the same qualification, which is why we kind of go as business owners, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how is that possible? You have that degree, you've got that degree, and yet you're so, so different. Yeah. Um, and so we see it as business owners that, you know, maybe what they're teaching at school is not so relevant anymore. Maybe it's actually out of date or maybe it doesn't even keep up with the fast paced mm. world that we actually live in because to write a curriculum takes, you know, a couple of years yeah. In a couple of years in the internet age, that's like a decade. Yeah. Like you can have a whole new platform. You can have a whole new uh, Facebook. You can have TikTok come along, which it did in like two years and become a global changing entity opening up heaps of ways of making money and universities will still be talking about you need to do Facebook or how about emails would you like to learn how to do an email that could be well it's true right yeah no it's true it's true true. and we we have actually seen it firsthand uh, on you know a number of people that have come through qualified 
educated, but yet skill level is like zero. Like, well, make you know what they say: C's get degrees, so you don't have to what be top. That, mean? that means you can you don't have to be top of the class to get a degree. You can barely barely pass and get a degree. But do they tell you on the degree that it's a C degree no, or no, a B degree or an all. A degree? It's no. just like, here you go. Yeah. You got 50% No, they don't even say that. Is it 50% for a C now? Yeah. 55%. 50. So you literally scrape the bottom of the barrel, just got through, yeah. partied all time, yeah. and you still get the same thing as everyone Yeah, else. of course. But then the, 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 you know, the really good people, they get all the, they're like an honor student or they're... Um, we need a review system. That's what we're thinking. <laughs> A five-star review system on people that get degrees and then be like we can start it your teacher is the one that gives it to you and then I'll look at that and I'll be like yep they got a five-star oh that one 55 percent yeah but then there'll be all these bots they'll create something you know they'll create bots <laughs> fake to bots be on fake stars, stars. <laughs> somebody will do that that's the thing. If you've just joined us, we're talking about whether the education system is failing us, whether degrees matter, uh, whether it has changed too much, and whether the system is too slow. Uh, we've talked about what it used to be like. We've also talked about what's changed and what we've noticed. And I think, you know, what do you really think the future holds? Let's talk about that. Like, where do we think it's going to go in the future? My personal view is education is not going to keep up with the trends and the new ways of making money it's already behind that's why my insight comes from it's not from making up the research is already out there showing that there are massive global businesses that are getting built and born every single day in industries that never used to exist in the education system doesn't teach you how to actually do it it's actually other people who are going on these TikToks or Facebook or Instagram, teaching other people how to drop ship, teaching other people how to make an e-com business, you know, teaching other people how they can you know, be like us, be entrepreneurs and go out and do whatever. It's not Melbourne University. It's not any, you know. Not that we're dissing Melbourne University. No, but it's, it's becoming a, a thing from my point of view where I think eventually the, the structure will have to change in order to keep up. Yeah, I think what kids are finding these days, um, one, their attention span is low. Ooh. So spending Ooh. three years learning one topic, racking up all the debt because, you know, you've got student loans mm. and, and this, the uni fees are just getting more and more expensive, higher and higher. Yeah. In America, they're astronomical. So, you know, it's just crazy. So I think what it's going to move towards is like, why will... They'll start thinking, okay, why would I stay in uni to learn mm. this one thing and then come out of it in the three, four years, not even know if I can get a job in the industry, have massive debt and not really that, Not I'm not even an expertise in the thing that I just study. No. I'm an expert in the thing that I just study. And, and don't get us wrong, we both still think having an education is the first thing that anyone should do. I've, I've pushed both of my sons to do that, and I'll push our children to do that as well. I, I think, even though I went the wrong way, <laughs> I realized that that was a stupid mistake um, and paid for it by losing out on time. So I still think it needs to be there. I still think it's a great way to get... Um, experience and knowledge around a particular subject which is 
way better than using Google or Instagram or YouTube you yeah. know, to learn things. I mean, if you want to learn how to bake a cake, go on YouTube. That's cool. But if you want to like start a proper business and learn all the things around tax and help yourself actually get ahead, go and learn it from like people who actually know what the hell they're talking about. Um, I just, I just don't think the system is is built or geared at the moment in order to keep up with the trends that are just happening on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I really see the advances it lagging. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. I, yeah. I, I don't see it keeping up with the way that the internet is now going to be and is mm -hmm. for all of our generations, including ours. But like kids are, are now two years old with a laptop or no, two years old with time. a tablet. You know, yeah. they are now the generation, the generation Z that we talk about. They are now the Alphas. generation that have grown up with tech mm -hmm. and they do things differently, man. They don't like go out and hang around and play at the park like we used they to. They don't go to the movies on dates <laughs> with their, you know, or hang out with their friends. Everything's done online. Like everything, even social interaction is done online. And you put these kids in a room with themselves and they wouldn't even be able to talk They're to each other. Phone. It's changing. Man. Yeah. It's changing and it's changing in education. It's changing conversations. It's changing behaviors. It's changing a lot of things. And it's what we're noticing as business owners is it's also changing how we do stuff too. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to continue to change, right? Yeah, it will. What were you going to say? Um, no, no, I agree with you. I just don't know where I'd like to think people will still be part of and wanting to learn and expand their knowledge and things like that mm. and not just stick to oh if it's on my mobile phone then it must be true you know like there's more to life than that than what's on the phone what's on the computer i mean life skills go a long way traveling goes a long way i know we can't do it internationally mm. at the moment but meeting people learning from others goes a long way so education is more than just a degree do you think education is is up with the play right now? Do you think that they are on par with all the industries that are out there right now, with all of the new types of businesses and skills that you need? Do you think they're on par? I don't think so. Like, I Me mean, neither. from what we've seen, the people, the graduates coming in to try, you know, interview with us, mm. They, they don't even know half the things. Well, of course, they don't know half the things that we do, but you'd think that they'd be teaching them all new social platforms at uni. Mm. But a lot of them come in and they don't even know how to use those things. Yeah, so, or never heard of them before yeah, at all. Yeah. Which is surprising to us because, like, in our industry, you need to know everything about everything all the time, every day of the week. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you miss out on stuff and it could be an opportunity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but those are things that we've learned over the years by being in our own business and having that experience firsthand and seeing a trend become a global trend and seeing a platform like TikTok, which we were talking about like five years ago and work with them. And then we were like, this is going to be massive. And everyone was like, what's TikTok? What is TikTok? What is stupid thing? It's never going to take up. And now it is the number one platform in the world. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Slow. Too slow. Too slow. But look, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we are going to commit to doing this every week, aren't we? I think Fridays is the better day. Only because it it's our day off. Yeah. Not supposed to be. Supposed Sometimes to be. we work. I've been working all day. Someone's been fortnighting all day. I know that's, that's not even a word. That's still called market research in my book. 
I'm actually really good at Fortnite. If you play Fortnite, add me. I'm really good at working too. Add me. We can do some. Yeah. Get some dubs. Go in there. Be really sweaty. Get some mats. What she's talking. (laughs) What else? Fish. (laughs) Get a fish. Get a fish. It's sweaty. Get some mats. Build. I'm up there, mate. I am up there. A sweaty build with a fish, you reckon? (laughs) Or sweaty fish. (laughs) I prefer that. If you want to get some sweaty fish, hit up Nebraska. On, <laughs> he's all over those sweaty fish. No sweaty fish for anyone out there that's listening. It is not my thing at all. But if you're playing Fortnite, join me. Add me. For some sweaty fish. I will definitely be on there. Probably be on there in the next half an hour, actually. So, you know, join. And what I'll be, I'll be working. Oh, one of us So, if you want to know how to work really well, <laughs> hit me up. Because, it's because I've, I've already finished all no. of my work and that's and give it I to me. Play for. <laughs> my name is Cabraska King, this is Sweaty Fish Amber King, and you're listening to Creative Talk. Thank you so much for catching in. We will see you guys next week. If you're tuned in on Anchor or if you're tuning in on Spotify or Apple, thank you so much for joining with us. We will be back. Any last final words there, Sweaty Fish? <laughs> Next week, we may have a sweaty fish <laughs> in the room with us on the podcast. I look forward to that. <laughs> I don't, but okay. Anyway, take care. Good week. We'll talk to you soon. Weekend.